the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School 5.0, where real talk is our vernacular. I remember I used the bathroom in my homeboy's house. You know, this is when we were off we were college. His mom moved into a new house, so I went over to his house, one of the breaks. And I said, oh, thank goodness that Andre don't live here for good now, because you got carpet in the bathroom. And she's like, why'd you say that? I said, oh, you know, boys, Pete, you get all over the place. She goes, I thought that whenever Andre's cousins come over. I'm like, yeah, that carpet got a lot of pee in it. I knew, because I probably peed all over that damn carpet when I was in there. Yeah, sit down where you pee when you got a carpeted bathroom. Pedro sit down when he pee anyway, because wife told him he has to. And she puts on a dildo when she tells me to. <laughs> Just intimidating. I'm the real, I'm the real man in this house. Look at this Just fake 10 inches. Now if you if you watch the dishes, I only use the eight on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, look, look at this Negro. Hey, man, I, you know, I just assumed this show wouldn't happen with the way the Cowboys get beat down. I thought you'd just soon be crying somewhere. If they keep letting them uh, bailing out dudes trying to run across the middle and getting popped and bailing them out on goddamn third and five, being like, oh, you can't hit him that hard when he's trying to catch the ball. This game is about dislodging the team, opposing team from the ball, so that's a penalty on you. What the fuck kind of call is that, bro? If the Niners beat us because they beat us, that's fine. Don't give them no bailout bullshit-ass, poo-butt-ass motherfucking calls. Motherfucker go across the middle, oh. he get hit, he get hit. I'm going to tell you this, Brandon. <laughs> I actually agree with Jared, but at the same no, time, I and his animator spirit. <laughs> no. No, because that, that, that ends that drive. Play. That drive should be over. They shouldn't yeah, have scored I a agree. second touch. They shouldn't have scored a touchdown. It should be 14-7. Cowboys should have had the ball back. Jared, I agree. I agree. I don't know, I don't know man. Well, that I mean, there was the one. Uh, there was the one lining up in the neutral zone. I'm saying that. No, I'm he was lining up in the neutral there. zone. He was. I saw it. I was like, this nigga's in the neutral zone. And then right when the ball got snapped, I saw the flag come from the sideline. I said, they calling him on that bullshit. That was that, just stupid. At least Cowboys that one's. Play. At least that one's Cowboys' fault. Though. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, no, I agree with Jared. Cowboys that do some stupid shit. They deserve call. to get some stupid prizes. You get bailed out on some bullshit ass call like that. You can't hit him like that. You can't lead with the shoulder. His head is towards you, but you can't lead with the shoulder and knock the shit out of him when he's trying to catch a little, <laughs> a little slant route. No, that's the point. You don't like running. Receivers will run slants if they can't get hit all day. They have to earn that shit. I agree. I agree with Jared. This ain't goddamn flag football. This is real man football. Let him play like real men. He a man. Shout out to Jared, man. Giving it his all. Week five. Nah, yeah, man. Six it's one of the reasons why I've been watching the NFL as much. Just because it's just too many bad calls all the time. Or the referees always end up Wait, extending on, some on, bullshit. Hold on. Basketball got 10 times more bad calls. Than it. <laughs> it's not even close. Right. No, no, Basketball's no, no, the worst. The, pro- the problem with basketball is that basketball has allowed itself to play. The NBA has allowed itself to play itself into a stagnant style of basketball, which allows dudes but basically I'm talking about to just try the calls though. The calls yeah, no, are no, horrible. No, but, but, but no, but it's the style of play though. That's the thing. The style of play is horrible. Yes. No, no, so are the, yeah. The, 
Yeah, but you would think that the rest would be better if they're only watching the ball and there's no ball movement, there's no movement away from the ball. You you, you think there'd be more calls, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, that would be accurate. But they just bail fools out because fools also practice embellishing when they are about to miss a shot or the shot has been contested, rightfully so. Yeah, maybe it's worse their calls because they shouldn't be making those bad calls. But the game has allowed itself. The NBA has changed the rules and the style of play has become this one-dimensional style of basketball. But football... You got too many plays that are literally extending drives or giving brand new drives to people. You know what I'm saying? Like every time defensive penalty, automatic first down because you never know what could have happened. Well, how about every time offense gets a, a penalty, they also lose the down. So it makes them not want to create so many penalties. It's a little bit lopsided. That's not called equity right there with that part of it. But secondarily, stop making some of these bullshit ass calls. A dude gets hit, he gets hit. That's part of football. Let him get hit. If the dude launches himself and leads with his helmet, sure, call a penalty. If a dude leads with his shoulder and pops a motherfucker just because he's a really good white dude that plays a, a, a position that's not traditionally played by white dudes, you gonna bail him out on some bullshit? Fuck that. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. I agree with Jared. Everything except that he doesn't watch football because of the calls. And this nigga trying to tackle him, he's already out of bounds. Call penalty on that shit. He already got him out of bounds. He's still trying to yank him down, Dallas, bro. You are. We, we never did the show when the Cowboys are playing. <laughs> yeah, Niner, Niner, hey, 10, yards down the field. Hands, on, look, hands on the receiver. They keep grabbing the receivers way past the five-yard mark. What's going on? They ain't calling shit. But you can't I, hit a white I, boy going across the middle. I agree with that, too, Jeff. <laughs> I'm just not as animated. And I, I really want the Cowboys. No, because I want to see a good game. I don't want to see it being like, oh, man, we'll give the Niners every little thing, every little X or X factor, every little edge. They're going to get all the calls. They're going to get every single little advantage. The Niners, if the Cowboys fuck up, they fuck up. I will own that. They will own that. As a fan, I'm I'm fine owning that. You know what? My team play like shit. Dak play play like he he couldn't read, read a route and lead somebody in open space for the first two and a half series. Reason why I didn't draft Tony Pollard in the first round is because I don't think Tony Pollard can carry the load. You know what, man? I I I appreciate the passion. Just be happy you're not a Denver Broncos fan. Just be happy that. <laughs> who cares about that? I actually level you out a little bit. Oh, yeah, that I did have boy, a boy, what you would call it, man? Doing a horrible job coaching, dude. I, I did have a I did have a question with 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 the whole Russell Wilson debacle up in Denver and the Aaron Rodgers debacle with him just basically wow. coming coming in and getting you're throwing on th three yards on third and five <laughs> what the fuck the league's got to break down all the times Jared breaks the fourth wall and he just starts yelling at the TV nah, nah man <laughs> I'm just mad I'm mad Dak Prescott needs to stop playing scared your, your O-line is actually giving you decent time. You need right, to hit the dudes in stride. Now, now Mike McCarthy needs to get in these refs and be like, hey, dude, that dude's 12 yards down the field, and they're grabbing him or putting hands on him. That's illegal contact, period, point blank. If we're going to call some goddamn rules by the rule, then call the rules by the rule. Stop letting them grab receivers well past the five-yard mark after they've already disengaged from the initial press. Hey, Jared, can I at least say this? At least Mike McCarthy hasn't lined up Tony Pollard to snap the ball. Fuck you, red bone bitch. Fuck you. You haven't made it yet. You punk bitch nigga. Your mother's dick is bigger than yours. You are the only nigga in this neighborhood that is still on welfare. Yes, I Googled you. But anyways, my question is, mm -hmm. uh, 
with the with the the, the mediocre play at save your quarterback positions that we've seen in the last couple of seasons um you know would you say that the russell wilson experiment is the worst save your quarterback experiment that we've seen so far uh, speaking of like quarterbacks that are brought in to be like putting it over the top this team is ready made to make a push for a deep playoff maybe just didn't play well well, no, no, because everyone thought Denver, man, they're about to win the West this year. Last year, you got to think back. Everyone had Denver as their favorite in the West. I didn't because it was with, guy with named those, Mahomes still sitting there. Well, no, but they said, all right, maybe not favored to win the West. But, like, <laughs> okay, but Patty Mahomes come back without Tyreek. There was a reason to believe that could be the favorite in the West. You got no, Judy no, no. and Sutton. You got some You got some young receivers. You yeah. got some young promising running backs. And you got a Super Bowl winning quarterback coming in. You got all this and a really good defense. They were expected to do really well, and it's been a shit show ever since. So I'm just wondering, is that the – and then with Aaron Rodgers maybe think about it, tearing his Achilles, Jets, ready-made defense, got some young talent on offense. They just need a quarterback that can, you know, give them the edge, and they can challenge for the AFC East and make a deep run in the playoffs. So my question is, are there any worser savior quarterback experiments, experiments that you've seen um, in your football memory? Well, this year they they got they got two good ones. I think Aaron Rodgers things just it's 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 bad because they don't have their second choice is terrible. Um, just because like Zach Wilson has been really bad, um, and people are just openly talk shit about a quarterback, which I you don't you don't ever see. Just people will just openly talk shit about people out there on the field who are in like the broadcast booth or people who played before. Like, oh man, this guy's terrible. Trying to think of a good savior quarterback that didn't work out. Not, I feel like none of them work out, Jerry. I mean, I think about Dante Culpepper to Miami. At least mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's still playing. I mean, I guess you could say Peyton Manning worked out, but barely. It really didn't. It worked out oh, great yeah. for his first year. His first year, he put up all nah. the numbers, the first two years. I mean, but then he won the Super Bowl when he was balling. Yeah. You can say Matt Ryan last year with the Colts. They thought they were do like oh, a lot no, better. Than no. Yeah, that was. Uh, a, I don't know. That was a savior. Everybody went Colts. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a savior project, but it was like, hey, let's just get a constant in here. Yeah, dude, he can constantly get sacked because he can't move his feet. He's a statue, statue Ryan. <laughs> Shout out, Statue. Uh, I call him Statue. Uh, Philip Rivers with the Colts. Philip Rivers with the Colts. Matt, Matty Cowboys. Ice Sculpture is what they should have called him. He's just frozen in time. He can't move. Uh, you know, another one that I think was almost equally as bad as, uh, but there's oh. still time. Almost equally as bad as the uh, Russell Wilson one is Pedro's homie over here uh, in Cleveland. Jeff Garcia. No, 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 not Jeff Garcia, but uh, oh no, Deshaun Watson—that's not bad. I think about Matt Schaub for the Texans after they got rid of David Carr. They're like, oh, we got we we got a quarterback now. Carson Palmer to the Raiders, though. Carson Palmer to the Raiders. Nick Foles, Nick Foles to the Jags. Nick Foles to Philly. No, but those teams. All right, so so no, no. Nick Foles, there's a difference. Here's and this is this is my the qualifier that is different is that these teams were looked at as they have a really good defense and they have good offensive weapons. The only thing, and they were competitive the year before. The only thing that's holding them back is really having a quarterback and getting a legit Super Bowl caliber quarterback. So like Matt, uh, Nick Foles, you could say, cause he won a Super Bowl, but 
But he went to a team that wasn't like built as well as some of these other teams. No, they, 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 no, built. no but here's the thing. No, no, no. Nick Foles, no. The year before Nick Foles got there, Jackson had lost, the, lost to the Patriots by like seven points. It's like that's seven when points because they couldn't score a point. They had nothing but defense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Blake Bortles. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> so Nick Foles was one. Um, I mean, shit, Jared, there's a lot more than you, you're imagining. It happens more than it don't happen. But we're seeing a sustained ability by our friend Russell Wilson, okay? You know, Ciara Wilson. I mean, he fumbled at the end of that game, but I don't put all that one on him, though. I, I put, put the a fact lot, that a lot of it on Sean Payton. I put I put a lot of it on the fact that offensively they've been doo-doo butter. And maybe it is like, but one thing that was Dude, great did you about see the Russell. Play he called? Well, yeah, but I'm gonna say this. One thing that was great about it was not like Russell Wilson was running some exotic ass schemes in 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 no, Seattle. No, I'm talking about he called a trick play that led to a fumble when they were had an opportunity to score. Oh no, no, I'm just talking about the fact that it's been sustained mediocrity. Like he's not been good. He's not been fantasy no, I, worthy. I agree. He's I agree with just you on that. I'm not going to defend Russell Wilson, but he's had games. Butter. If you watch enough of those games, and and if you listen to enough NFL shows, they all say the bigger issue. Russell Wilson ain't been playing well, but the bigger issue is Sean Payton. He's he's the game has passed him by. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But remember, he made Taysom Hill starting quarterback in the league. And they, uh, here's they the thing, were, Russell they were, Wilson. They were the other week. The he didn't play bad at all. Hold he played on, well. Before we get mad at Sean Payton, who only took a year off, is you have to look at the fact that he took Taysom Hill as a starting quarterback and had them in playoff contention. So I can't put it all like this. I, that's holding, man. He's got his hand up in his goddamn cheekbone, and you ain't calling shit. You think I'm making that shit up? I'm tired of these goddamn referees. This is why the NFL. That's why I ain't been watching the NFL. I'm tired of these motherfuckers. Y'all don't see Michael, bad, Michael, Michael Parsons come on a, 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 a up the middle rush and got a hand in his goddamn chest being held with a dude's arm across his body, and they're going to be like, oh, that's just, this is part of the game. No. Hey, uh, hey Pedro, Pedro. Hey, hey, Pedro, do you yeah. blame? I need to ask Pedro this question. Pedro, whose fault is it in Denver the most? What percentage do you give Russell Wilson? What percentage do you give Sean Payton? Everywhere I go, I get the same fucking smirk. Um, this 50-50. My thing is, is that Russell Wilson was always known because he had a little bit of magic, right? He could extend place. He never had the greatest receivers. He was always productive because he extended place. He could create those little extra windows. Now, maybe that comes with chemistry. Maybe that's some kind of offensive scheme. It's like, hey, run this route, and then after it doesn't work, flow with the ball. Like, I didn't know if that's a, I don't know if that's like a real offense, but like, that's what Russell Wilson has built his name on. He's never been just like a pure pocket passer. He's never been that kind of guy. He's a guy that's hard to get down. He's a guy that can extend plays and you're, he's never out of the game because he's always able to make big plays and big moments. That is not the case in Denver. Denver has been just dog shit. Unfortunately, I put more of it on Russell Wilson. I'm gonna give him a little bit, like there's still time, but it's been a good amount of games that it's been played now, right? He didn't miss some time last year with a little shoulder thing, right? But but he's had basically the course of uh, over the course of a season and a quarter now where you're seeing like it's just not good. Man, the team going quit to... on Sean Payton against Miami. You saw that defense just quit. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me say this. Let me say this also. Let me say this also. Derek Carr was mediocre <laughs> at best for multiple coaches, and everyone kept giving an excuse to the coach. So I'm not gonna. I will not do that. I will not afford that. I didn't afford Derek Carr. I will not afford it to. To my boy uh, Russell Wilson or your boy Aaron Russell Wilson, I will say I think it's mainly more his fault than the, last year. Nathaniel Hackett was an idiot. I don't think you watched enough games last year. Yes, yeah. no, no. Games. This year, this no, no. I saw. I know what Sean Payton can do. He found Tony Romo. He got Drew Brees after a torn up shoulder, turned that place tight, and then made Taysom Hill a starting quarterback in the league. 
and knock it on the playoffs. A winning football team with Taysom Hill as their starting quarterback. Dude, that team was loaded on defense and everywhere else, Jerry. You know that. Hey, man, don't forget he got James Winston in shape. Don't forget that. Oh, he got James Winston playing good football. And then look where he left. James Winston, what are you doing now? Can he beat out Derek Carr? Pedro, the, the, the question we had that started all this off was um, with the – watch TV in the background. All right, Pedro. Mm-mm. I'm TV on mute. Somebody watching Quincy Williams? It's probably Brando here watching the PBS. Oh. <laughs> Brando over here watching that. Um, watch these Denver highlights. Oh, they, well, no, nah, I'll, I'll tell you in a second, but uh, okay, I, I was watching. No, because I was watching the Ravens game. They somebody did like a montage of all the drops they had today. It was yeah, it was, you know, that was bad. I watched that and it was on the way out the Who you said the Ravens? Ravens. The Ravens. They're, yeah. they're, they're, you know what? They're like wide open drops. So do you know, yeah. do you want to know what, um, what Lamar Jackson's career record is against the Steelers? Do anybody know? Mm-hmm. Today is one in 15. Uh, I said, I couldn't blame that one on Lamar Jackson today. Yeah. One in 15. They just seem to have his number, though. Yeah, it, it, oh. it must have the receiver's number because oh, they drop. I watched two drop. The tight end dropped a uh, touchdown before uh, the wide receiver dropped a touchdown. And then it was yeah. two It was two drops and then another two drops. One deep, another one in the end zone, right, Brandon? Was, I think it was four yeah. touchdowns dropped. Yeah. You should have known. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> They should have been, know, it should have been 35 to 10. Yeah, it should have been, yeah, it should have been, it shouldn't have been any close. But, uh, uh, Drake Jackson ran into his own teammate, Nick Bosa, and got hurt. That's our white power for you. White, you cannot go head yeah. up with white power. He will, even if he's on your own team, he will hurt you. No, but the funniest thing is that Joey uh, Porter Jr. is a DB for the Steelers, and it's reported that uh, he intercepted a ball that was intended for Odell Beckham. He says, time to go be a family man. It's time to go up, be a family man. It's time to go be a family man. Yeah. He left his family. He can't be a family man. He left her. He left her for a Kardashian. OBJ? Allegedly. Allegedly, he was. Odell Beckham Jr. They, they tried to throw a fade route to Odell Beckham Jr. that was massively underthrown, number one. Number two, yeah. OBJ. It don't matter where you throw it. He wasn't OBJ. Yeah, that was a dumb play call. Man, I'm, not, o- I'm looking at a lot of dumb play calls right now. OBJ, OBJ's game was left on SoFi Stadium in that Super Bowl. Yep, that was it. <laughs> that he was it. Re- he should have retired yeah. and went to social media. Could have got yep. just as much money. He could have been on TV making money. Yeah. Dak Prescott you know, runs like actually, he doesn't have ankles anymore. Speaking, speaking of these TV people, have you ever learned anything from these pregame people on TV? Uh, depends on which one you watch. Most of them, no. I learned that Jason Garrett seems like a uh, an old Disney animatronic that they try to upload ChatGPT into. <laughs> That's what he reminds me. Of. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's exactly what it looks like. Because yeah, I'm sitting there I, listening I, to uh, that great. I'm sitting there listening to JJ Watt, or I listen to Bill Cowher. He's like, well, they're, well, they're down twenty-one-seven. They got to, they got to get some offense together. I was like, okay, <laughs> why are you? Yeah, well, you why, why are you here? You got to just watch Sunday Night Football, where after every play, they just start glazing the dude who made the last good play. Man, I see him all week. It could be the one good Cowboys play. Man, he's just does. It. He's so good, and all of a sudden, man, Christian McCaffrey, the truth, be all Christian McCaffrey. You know how competitive he is. Watch this shitty uh, run. CLC. That's because Chris Collins. 
Collinsworth is selling the agenda. He owns Pro Football Focus. That's why they put that stupid ass stat under everything. They're the only network that put the stupid ass. Oh man, he's ranked four out of seventy two in his position in Pro Football Focus. He ranked fifteen out of hundred. He oh, oh this and that Pro Football Focus PFF. He owns the shit. He's horrible. He's selling agenda. He's selling stats. He's trying to sell his shit. You know what? I watched the London game that had um, Eisen, Rich Eisen, and, and Kurt Warner, and that was one of the best. That remind me of, like, just one of the best ones that I've listened to in a long time for pro football, right? Since, you know, pro football, I like Troy Aikman. Sometimes Joe Buck gets a little full of himself and his emotion. These two were totally straight. They, they had humor when it was time to have humor. They didn't talk bad about anybody. Kurt Warner was super like, hey, man, it's a hard game to play. If someone made a mistake, they, they dropped the ball, they dropped it. We move on to the next play. If a bad pass, bad pass. Bad protection, bad protection. It's part of the game. No one's going to do anything perfectly, right? That's the reason we watch it. They were great. They were great. Like I said, Tim texted me. It's like, man, these two dudes are great. They need to do more football games. And Brandon, that's the only pregame uh, show I used to love watching. They don't unfortunately, like unfortunately, everybody on TV has 10-year contracts now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, I used to love watching the NFL uh, pregame, NFL channel pregame show, mm-hmm. especially when Marshall Falk was there before he just started taking his, taking, you know, showing his private parts to every woman that's walking up and down that alleyway. Yeah, that don't happen. He was good with him and Kurt Warner. <laughs> it was great. You got great analysis, unbiased. No, Well, yet. they didn't bring that part of Marshall Falk when Christian McCaffrey was trying to study like him. <laughs> man, he was probably, probably he hung like he him. man Christian McCaffrey would have came in the league when he was just getting drafted went to Peyton Manning because you know Peyton Manning is super detail oriented man I can't believe how crazy detail oriented is man he was said he said a rookie Christian McCaffrey asked him how do you focus on details so much and I told him man March Fox saved my ass <laughs> for the first three years of my career tell me that man it's a zone yeah. right here you better watch that shit and so I started studying much Marshall Fox all of a sudden yeah shit I'm Peyton Manning uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like, if so facto, Christian McCaffrey is both of them. I think he proved all those jigaboos wrong. Marshall Falk was the guy. He was the guy that I remember when he showed up with the Rams that first year when they traded for him. That was the first year they drafted Torrey Holt. That was the first year Isaac Bruce hamstrings didn't fall apart. And that was the year Kurt Warner took over. I remember in the first meeting watching this Ram thing and he turned to everybody. He took out his folder. They were first like offensive meeting. He takes out all these different color pens. He's, he's like, hold on. He lines them all up. He's and he opens it up, ready to take notes. And he turns to see no one else has a notebook, pen, or paper, and he goes off on the whole team. Goes off on the whole team. He goes, he goes, this is real. This is serious. Next day, they all show up with the notebook and the pen. Rams win the Super Bowl. That boy is good. Could he have done that? Uh, like, let's say, same circumstance, same team. Jeff Fisher's the head coach. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. No, nah, because they would have had no plays. He wouldn't be able to take notes. I mean, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> like what does Steve McNair like to do? Uh, what Russell Run. Wilson, Russell Wilson used to be able to do? <laughs> Run. And, that's why, and, and after a while, yo, his body fell apart, and he could, oh, Savior, throw him down there for a Savior guy going to a team that needed a quarterback. When when was what team? He went to the Ravens. Oh, he did go to the Ravens. Yeah. But he was all broken at that point. They had everything. But you said savior. That's still yeah, no, counts no, there. That, don't no, don't make no, excuse. No, that, no, counts. that counts. He went there. They had receivers. They had running backs. They had defense. They were missing a quarterback. Elvis yeah. Gerbach is also another one. Yeah. So his is the most tragic because he went to a team that just came off of winning the Super Bowl without a good quarterback, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Don't you blow this." All right. Well, you already start the show. I know we didn't start it yet. Yeah, we talking about sports. Uh, right? I mean, we get, I mean, we got Jared's attention while it's halftime. So yeah, 
Yeah, we better hurry get started then. We better hurry get started. <laughs> Probably a good time. All right. Well, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on the Twitter. Also, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash High Score 510 and our TikTok page at the High Score 510. And it is pumpkin spice season, my friends. Oh my so God. please submit to us on any of our social media, mainly just the Instagram uh probably be the easiest or or on tiktok we want to get more engagements there a pumpkin spice haiku for a chance to win a sir lance woods the comedian it's a funny guy uh we got some of his swag here it is the emotional support t-shirt i just like to note it's one size fits all one size fits all <laughs> under extra large uh-huh yep that's right anyways we are live streaming the football game right now. The Cowboys and 49ers are facing off on Sunday Night Football, and you might get some live inter, inter, interjections by Jared. I'll be honest. I, I don't even have that channel on because I like being surprised when you start yelling, Jared. It's been like more entertaining than watching the game. Yeah, the Cowboys are down currently 21-7 to at halftime. They received the ball in the second half, so we'll see if anything positive changes. But Dak Prescott is acting like he can't read a defense. And I need him just to unlock his mind, stop doing all them goddamn Tempur-Pedic or whatever bullshit-ass yogurt commercials motherfucker keeps showing up on, yeah, get man, away from Walmart and Chase, get away from that bullshit and focus on getting your Marshall Falk on with a bunch of Sharpies and a bunch of pens and notebooks and, and, and just start chucking the ball around, man. Shit. That's right. And run like he got some lower, like he got some power in your legs, man. He be running upright, scared, ever since he broke his goddamn ankle. And I get why he'd be a little scared, but man, hey. You better. You gotta learn how to cut again. You gotta learn how to step and plant and run through a motherfucking face. And we are here with. Uh, this is AG three coming at you faster than uh than the referee running away from Jared. The way he yelling about refs. Fuck these refs, man. So here's your soundbite. I don't want nothing that looked like Elvis. He stole. That's how I was talking to fake Elvises right now. Okay. Give me an African pose. An African pose. Fuck I'm gonna do, I'm yay, yeah, posing like fucking Elvis. Fucking Elvis. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play a sound bite for him for me. Hey man, he feels the same way about Elvis as you do, Aaron. I'm just trying to say you you and Yay, you and Yay got a little in common. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fact that we both got middle-aged bodies too. Except his <laughs> looks like it's going more in the toilet than mine. <laughs> so, yeah, the fall-off is greater with Kanye. Hey, it's bigger. <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> over here, Kanye over here drum, uh, dressing like an extra in 21 Jump Street, the original. I'm <laughs> just like, what is going on? <laughs> no, not even the original. He, he's he's doing it. He's dressing like uh, one of the guys in it after Johnny Depp left. Like he's Richard Greco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is this dude doing? All right. And we are here with. Oh, it's Brandon, aka Taco Pablo. Happy to happy to be here on the show. Excited to talk about uh talk about whatever Jared's got lined up for us this fine pumpkin spice season. All right, all right. Here's your sound bite. This one was originally for Darius, but he's not here. This is my jam. Jesus back, yeah. These atheists don't know how to act, yeah. I think Satan better watch his back, yeah. So just keep praising him and don't you slack, yeah. Take him to the cross, the Bible, babe. You see these verses that. 
It's just that Jesus makes me feel this way. Hey, hey, I don't know why you make that sound like for Darius one, two. I could have sworn you played it before. I can swear you played this before. Mm-hmm. Just in case you didn't, it's back. Yeah, I think I remember this yeah. year. No, I think but, it's similar girls. They sang a different rendition of oh. something else. But this is the perfect soundbite for Brandon because Brandon loves his boy JT. <laughs> I do I do love me some JT. I, you know, I'm at a point now where I don't know whether to laugh or cringe and stuff like that. Cause like there's people who there's people back like 10, 15 years ago that like didn't really conceptualize how permanent the internet was. And so we're just doing stuff that maybe only 20 people saw. People are digging it up now. And it's getting uploaded. <laughs> people who are 20 now, just like you have a concept of the internet, you know, that shit doesn't go away. As opposed to me, like when I was like 17, like doing dumb stuff. Like that. It's, <laughs> a doing some thing. Church, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. VHS is also, uh, you know, uh, corrupt after so much time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got some, some real goal. <laughs> And my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. have a better chance of being struck by lightning than hitting a whale with your boat. There has only been, listen to this, one such whale killed off the coast of South Carolina in the last 50 years. But on the other hand, their windmills are causing whales to die in numbers never seen before. Nobody does anything about that. They're washing up and show. I saw it this weekend. Three of them came up. They wouldn't, you wouldn't see it once a year. Now they're coming up on a weekly basis. The windmills are driving them crazy. They're driving, they're driving the whales, I think a little batty. Oh my God. Uh, shout people. out to Donald Trump and his South Carolina contingent. Yeah, people say, those white people listen to anything in South Carolina. <laughs> Windmill. Got a windmill in the middle windmills of the ocean, is driving well they do have they do have ocean turbines that yeah but harness a, wave you know energy but yeah it's, it's like i don't think those are are causing uh whales to run up shore i just keep hearing this humming about 75 miles off the coastline it's just driving me crazy <laughs> The Altamont Pass. <laughs> yeah, Altamont Pass. Man, yeah, I, the I took my car and just, I made a hard left in the middle of the Altamont Pass because the windmill drove me crazy. Let me go investigate. That's what I was a little batty. <laughs> I, I found a whale sitting in the Altamont Pass just sitting there. What if whales at one point at evolutionary were um, amphibious and they, they, would, they were the protectors of the ocean and the land and they eventually evolved into... Oh, see, look, oh, they injured my boy Turpin doing that shit where they dragging on fools. See, fuck these fools. They would have probably shot themselves after, de- after seeing what kind of world we turned this into. Uh, I mean, it sounds like the sounds like the plot for Black Panther 3, whatever. Come they, on. <laughs> they, they, didn't, they didn't realize that they, they no longer can go off. Yeah, they lost their little <laughs> leg fins. Yeah, they need, they need some vibranium. Not the Black Panther 3. <laughs> Come on. Well, anyways, uh, Kevontae Turpin got injured because the Niners keep doing that thing where they rap and they swing their body into the back of your yeah. legs. So, yeah. uh, fuck the Niners! So, we're watching the game today. It's the start of the second half. Cowboys have the ball uh, heading east to west or west to east, one of the directions. It could be north to south or south to north. I don't know. Anyways, the, the game is back on, and I might be having a little issues with my temper uh, as I watch more bullshit um, happen. So... We'll see. We'll see. Cowboys down 21-7. Uh, do they have a comeback in them? Can the Cowboys defense stop the Niners' uh, methodical I mean, it, offense? It feels like an insurmountable 21-7 lead, though. 
<laughs> it feels like it feels like it. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It does feel a little insurmountable. And they, they just need to stick some drives together. They need to like just work the ball. Just keep getting first downs. Dak needs to just trust his O lines. They're doing an overall pretty good job. Step up when he needs to, and put the ball on a dime. Dak's deep ball is getting is just not impressive. He throws it too high in the air. It's like just put it on a line, man. Let the motherfuckers run under it. He be they be slowing down too often for that shit. So, uh, is it worse to overthrow a dude and not give him a chance to catch it or throw it to where he always has to slow down and now it's a contested catch? Why are you running on third and four? Oh, my God. Last time they threw the ball, you was mad they threw the ball three yards on third and five. I would still rather you throw the ball. <laughs> Why the fuck are they doing a, a draw play? Not even a draw. <laughs> That was like not just not as oh. not a like the Niners run defense is good. Like you haven't been gashing them. Why would you even do that? What what kind of play is that? This is the kind of dumb shit I'm talking about. This is this is just stupid. God, if you listen, hell. Oh, ooh, we had a uh, we we were in field goal range. We could try a 58 yard field goal right now. Make that shit. Y'all need touchdowns, not fucking field goals. I'm impotent, man. In sports news. U.S. gym, U.S. men's gymnastics won bronze in the team competition. World in the world's team competition uh, after this critical performance by Fred Richard on the high bar. Uh, Fred Richard just so happens to be a brother. Here's a video. event but did fall on the high bar in qualification made this first one oh. Oh. great save and uh i so guess the problem with the men's gymnastics is that nobody understands it like nobody <laughs> nobody can tell the difference between that they would do that and whoever came in second place, and whoever came in fifth place, like that, nobody can do it. I, I absolutely agree, and and part of the reason is because they have certain moves they have to do, so they all do the same move, and you're like, okay, what's the difference in the two? I'm a Brandon. Men's gymnastics also have like the weaker events, right? And then you're like, oh, this dude got to be pretty strong to do this. And then he stands up when he stands next to like the commentator who happens to be, you know, a woman who played soccer and is like five eight, and you realize, damn, this dude's a Smurf. <laughs> Well, uh, I guess my question is after uh, this display by the 19-year-old I, I got to answer your question, Richard. Here. No, it's not a sport. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Um, uh, is the U.S. men's national gym- gymnastics team back? Oh. Nobody realized they were without medals. Nobody even watches men's gymnastics. Dude. All they, all oh. I thought about is where is Simone Biles and all the rest of them, man? Where, where, right. who, 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 well, I got the Smurfs out here right now. So, somehow they're closer than men's soccer, but I don't know how. <laughs> Is this evidence of black people saving gymnastics? He's no. going to be more than black to save gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's going to have to be one in a million. Oh, yeah. There is powerful niggardry at work here. They had at least one other brother on the squad uh, from the from the video. So, you know what? Getting more brothers on that national team might see something special happen, right? Dude, you know, you know, you know how 
ah, you got to be civil rights strong mentally to be a black dude in gymnastics now. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be. I'm excited that these young brothers in gymnastics. It's one brother. You said, oh, yeah, there was a couple (laughs) cheering. You're right. There was a couple cheering. Yeah, yeah, they got a couple brothers and a couple Asian brethren it's, on that it's team. It's nice. It's it's nice to see that if there's a couple brothers that's five two and realize they're not gonna make it in the NBA or probably any other sport, they know. Let me focus on gymnastics. Yeah. God damn it, Blaine Van Der Esch, intercept the goddamn ball. You're uh, if you're and uh, if you're and if you're five two and you're that strong and athletic and you can't take a punch. You're gonna go gymnastics. I'm yeah, honest. if you're five you two and you that strong and athletic, but you don't like choking women, then you go to gymnastics. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see the U.S. men's national team make some more noise in the 2024 Olympics in France. As uh, yeah, we've been we ain't seeing. gonna see that shit in the 2024 Olympics. Man, it's, wait, it's Olympics in 2024? France, yeah. France Olympics. Yeah, it's coming up. Bank will never show It's smart enough. But you got, but you got to realize what happened, Jerry. Conspiracy brother hat on here. We just had, uh, we just had Coco Golf win tennis, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, back in like the late nineties, early two thousands, like there was rappers. They're trying to like Nelly would popped off, and everybody's like, down, down, babe, right? And then they're like, oh man, we got a new rapper. Oh, he's from South Dakota. Oh, we got another new rapper. Oh, he's from Wyoming. Like that's what they're doing right now. They're trying to find another black person <laughs> in another sport, trying to get these ratings up. Don't fall for it, Jared. Don't fall mm-hmm. for it. Next thing you know, like, oh man, there's gonna be this really tight black pole vaulter. There's gonna be a really tight black, uh, you know, uh, somebody in fencing. It's gonna, it's gonna it's be on. a really tight black swimmer, knowing he can't even swim. The computer, another idea stolen from the black man. Y'all, y'all, y'all have ye of little faith of black people saving these dying sports. Okay, just first of all, because if, if they were that tight, we'd have heard about them before the Olympics. Uh, well, well, no. These some of these sports you don't really the, the world championships. This is qualifying stuff for the Olympics, so this is important. So as this is going on, this is gonna you know kind of shape out who's gonna maybe be in whatever other tournaments to you know project to make the team slash uh, you know be on. Uh, uh, oh, got rolled up on a little bit. Hey, that hurts. That's not good. That's our third corner. Jordan Lewis got came up a little hobbled on that Christian McCaffrey run. Fuck Christian McCaffrey. He's really good though. But uh, I'm telling you, Jared, there's a show within the show if you cut into this game. Bro. I'm sorry right now. <laughs> I'm watching this game. Y'all motherfuckers got me on here. I'm gonna give you best I got. But y'all keep talking bad about black people saving these dying sports, and uh, I'm watching this Cowboys game. But I'm gonna tell you, black people saving gymnastics is a thing, and so we will be updating you all with uh, any other features we see of black people saving gymnastics. All right, without looking at the screen right now, what's his name? Fred Richard. Richard. Richard Richard. He don't know if it's Richard Richard. You never quite know. Oh, they call the flag. They call holding. Thank <laughs> God. Oh, they finally called a holding call. One more. The, the uh, know, I, didn't, I didn't see no holding on that play. They got the Cowboys got a holding call. This is this Vegas. This is not even the Cowboys earning that. Cowboys didn't earn that. It should have been a 45 yard pass down the sideline. Watch this. Is this a hold? Hopefully it was. Hopefully it was. I didn't see a hold. That just looked like he, uh, Demarcus Lawrence threw his arms up, acted like he was getting held, and then he just got shoved more into the ground. We're both watching this game through your lens, Jared. Like I, I'm not even watching it live. <laughs> All I know is that I'm getting tired of this bullshit. If y'all ain't gonna hit this nigga. <laughs> why? Why you gotta be? Why he gotta be all that? See, Jared from from 
getting mad at us for not uplifting black people saving gymnastics to y'all hit this nigga. The WNBA is coming to the Bay Area in 2025. The Bay Area will have its own WNBA team. The NBA is expanding to the Bay Area and will be owned by the same owners of the Golden State Warriors. Um, it's owned by this- a bunch of rich white men, but they put, but they they sold a half a percent. They've split it between a bunch of women of uh, color to make it seem like it, they're they're part they're owners too. Well, but it's basically owned by hedge funds, too. Well, after after losing the A's to Las Vegas or projected, and the Raiders to Las Vegas, uh, hopefully they go. Hopefully they go to Vegas at this point. My question, yeah, please. call me this this summer. I hope you move. My question is: Is this a much needed win for Bay Area major sports? Well, Bay Area major sports got two because they also announced the women's NWSL team coming next year. I don't know if they gave them a name yet. Did they give them a name too? They're gonna be playing at the San Jose, out of San Jose, where the earthquakes play. Is it a win? I don't know. Depends on who you're talking to. Depends on how misogynistic the person you're talking to is. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, interjection. How, George how, Kittle just scored a touchdown on some goddamn sauce ass play action fake goddamn bullshit. Can't these motherfuckers is trash. Anyways, Cowboys down twenty eight to ten. Uh, keep going, Brandon. Oh no, I was gonna. I was gonna say like. Just the for you to spend twelve dollars on a WNBA ticket to then spend a hundred dollars to fix your car window doesn't seem right. That's all I was gonna say. Ticket prices cost as much as fixing a BIP window. No, it costs less than it costs you a window. <laughs> Way less than fixing a BIP window. Oh <laughs> uh, no, but I think I think I think it's yeah, I think it's good. I think um I think I th- I think W. I don't think you think anything because you can't spit shit out. There's Brandon over here trying trying to to answer like his both his daughters and his wife is in the room listening to what he got to (laughs) say. It's about it's about five. I think WMA is about five years away from being. You just don't want to dash your daughter's dreams. Wait, wait, five years away from being what? Profitable. They said that ten years ago, Brandon. Man, they said that fifteen, is twenty it, years that, ago. It's been around yo, twenty years we, now. We got, we got we got Bayou Barbie, and we got uh, Caitlin Clark going to be there in, in a couple of years. Yeah, and, and then guess what? They're going to be playing until they like forty and moving slow. <laughs> That's the reason why the women's college game is better than the women's pro game. They still move fast. <laughs> the women's if you watch the WNBA, it's like damn, this shit is slow. Why these same people I watched, you know, five years ago? They just, it's just no. Know. But here's the, because only top players make money. You feel me? Like the, the thing is, you can be really good at college. You can be really good and able to make it to you know, the WNBA. Be like, I'm gonna make forty thousand dollars a year playing basketball, traveling, moving city to city. I know. Or I'm saying that's a year into them <laughs> moving out of their prime. Yeah, long no. it. My only issue. In I don't blame them for staying in. Haley Van Lick, Cameron Brink. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin Clark, Bayou Barbie, Angel Reese. They, uh, yeah, they could have all went and been drafted early in the first round. All of them would have been early. I don't blame them for staying another year because they're getting. They, yeah, you're right. They're going to get paid more to stay another year in college. The problem is, it's another year out of that they're edging towards the edge of their prime. No, right? they're, they're, but but no, but their prime money or potential is right now. Like <laughs> that is that is unquestionable. Well, maybe they'll, be able, there, maybe they'll be able to correct. carry some of these uh these you know sponsorship deals into their professional careers as long as the WNBA doesn't stand in the way of that. But you know, these, these people, man, the people who are paying them now are LSU supporters and and, and Iowa supporters. Here, they're not gonna keep paying the motherfuckers when they move on. 
Well, all I'm saying is I'm just, you know, just we'll see. Maybe. Well, uh, my only issue with WNBA, my main concern with the WNBA is that it's like it's it. Uh, I was talking to somebody I work with and he's an old basketball coach, old head, um, actually, uh, um, you know, coach basketball for like 20, 30 years now. And he's saying how he loves the WNBA because that's like, you know, you see real basketball being played. You see the movement off the ball, you see the movement, uh, uh, ball movement, this, that, and the other. Um, he watched the WNBA game, like. and, and and the fundamentals. So you know he been he had been watching. He's he, he I mean, he's the fundamentals. Fundamental ain't really there as much he, anymore. He's going right? he's going home. He's juice. But my my main thing that you know I was like ah it's more fundamental. There's there is more of a a team movement of the ball than there is in the NBA nowadays. But like yes, I agree to that. But. Um, but my main concern is like watching WNBA is like watching like really like paint dry. Oh no! It's like watching like high level, like you're like at like a high level like national tournament for like nope. the best five ten and under intramural leagues. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, you said five ten? Uh, uh, maybe yeah. You might <laughs> you be might right. have, you might get more guys dunking in the five ten under league. Uh, the problem is this: is that <laughs> you're gonna on. see some great you're gonna see some great basketball, and it's always gonna end in a layup. And I'll be like, that was a tight ball oh, layup. It's slow, man. And, 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 and the worst part is that fucking ball they use with the double colors. It makes it makes the rotation of the ball makes it look slower too. I, they need to, the optics of that ball needs to go. You know what I'm saying, Aaron? You, you ever notice that? Oh uh, uh, yeah, it, yeah. It makes I agree. the rotation it, and it just looks. It makes everything look slower. The biggest problem is they also need to lower the rims. And WNBA players say, "Why? Why? 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 How's dunking going to make our game better? Same way dunking made the NBA game better." The same way the same home way. runs make baseball better. Exactly. <laughs> it makes people come to the to fill up the seats. The same way big hits and touchdowns make the NFL better. We don't just hand off the ball or go just go wing back formation and we do nothing but pitch it back every every three plays. No, the four pass change the game. Women's volleyball. It's bringing women's volleyball. That people don't realize the net is significantly lower than men's volleyball. And those women fly over that net. Problem with also WNBA, they start losing athletic ability, and that's why I said the game gets slower, right? And then the problem, another problem is, is that you know, be, I, I, you know, Jared, you, I'm gonna mention this. I'm gonna throw your name out here, Jared. I, I'm, a, I'm a gaslight you, Jared. I don't even know what gaslight means, but I'm gonna yeah. use that word right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm using it right now, but I'm a gaslight Jared right now. The same way I feel, you know, this is the same way I feel. PlayStation was gaslighting me to buy a PlayStation Five, and they had no damn games on the shit for forever. Uh, anyway, Jared, Jared once said, when I was complaining one day, I was watching WNBA game. I was on the phone with Jared and I was complaining about just how boring it was. Right. I was watching the whole game. I had nothing else to watch. And, you know, I was hoping that it would get better. And I said, I was commenting on how slow. And I was like, why is the women's, why is the women's college basketball not moving this slow? It seems like there's more, this is a faster pace. There's more running around. There's more this than that. And Jared said this, and it was a great observation. He said, because women don't, you know, because they're not high flying, they're not cutting, they're not doing as hard as cuts and all this like the men are. They don't have as many of the injuries as the men or the nagging injuries. They don't they don't lose their, you know, they're not counting on their athletic ability because like he said, like you said, that coach says the passing is the fundamental. They're not counting on their athletic ability. 
So you have old people still playing. And when I mean old, they're not really old, but they're old to be playing sports, right? Like Sue Bird. I mean, what, Diana, yeah, Diana Taurasi is still playing at 40-something. She became the all-time lean scorer at 42. She ain't the same Diana Taurasi. I'm going to tell you that, as you saw her in the year UConn are beginning in Phoenix. Like, I mean... It ain't the same. I mean, she. I think she dialed up 40 that game. That game. She dialed up 40, but there's a lot of 12-point games and a lot of slow movement that are going on. And it's just like, and then I thought about Subert being 40-plus, Candace Parker being however old she is, not young either. Um, and it's just like, oh, oh, maybe they're past their prime. It's like women's gymnastics in college. They're past their prime. I don't think Brandon is going to be – they're not – their goal is to try to get to the point where they can make a profit. Their goal so, is needs right. to be to get to a point where they're sustainable <laughs> without the NBA giving them money. No, but here's the here's that's the, far away. That's the lake of in there and the fact that they can uh, do a lot of concerts and get some, you know, entertainers. That's, in there, not, that's not the Turn revenue. into the L.A. <laughs> that's not the revenue that, that they need to pay for your salaries. I mean, yeah, take any money you can, but that's not that's not what sustainability is. Sustainability is your sport bringing in revenue that you then turn around for salary. It's really your TV contracts. See, but I don't think it's necessarily the gameplay that is will like bring in the fans. I don't think Duncan's going to bring in the fans. I don't think. I don't oh, no, because no I mean, so the, so anyway, fans. Because I watched these motherfuckers on college fall down up and down the court all the goddamn time. I know I'm not watching top tier basketball when I'm watching some D1 school. If I'm watching, you know, uh, UC Santa Barbara play UC Irvine, right? Hey, but those hey, games, hey, so, hey, those games, hey, so hey, hey, that's a crazy connection. You said those two last year, my niece played for you, 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 UC Santa Barbara, and my ex is the head coach of UC Irvine. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's funny that that was the one two things you chose. Shit. Uh, I don't know if we, yeah, I guess we could say X. I say it loose. Uh, I guess. Loose. Okay. It loose. Yeah, she's the head coach of UC Irvine. It's funny that you said those two team things. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like people still go to those games. People still root for those games. Like they like the WAA doesn't have like a local fan base. Like no. they're like, hey, like we're the like we're the Oakland team for women's basketball. But we're you gotta, the New York team for women's basketball. Okay, let's say WBA, let's say just by some let's say let's say Someone got the, the Thanos glove and made a snap so that way every WNBA arena could play in the NBA arena and fill it up. That's still not enough money. To, well, it'll probably be enough money to pay their salaries, but it's still not enough. But they want higher salaries, right? And they you got to understand, like, filling up an arena is not paying player salaries. That's not paying NBA. Steph Curry's salary, you could take all the money they make in that arena all year, and it's, it's not paying a, a quarter of Steph Curry's salary alone, right? And I know, but I'm it's the yeah, TV but saying, but, no, but people still watch the people still watch second tier basketball. People still watch yes. for like people would still uh, watch uh, all, people all, still all watch this, college people, basketball, not second people tier. People still people still watch all this uh like college football with teams that ain't have no chance for Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like I, I talked to people I talked to people who were like like uh who were like NC State fans. Like, dude, like y'all not going to the national championship, y'all not gonna win the conference, like y'all not gonna do but they go to the games, they watch it on TV, like it's it's Oh no, people out here go to Cal games. That's enough said right there. <laughs> exactly. Like so amazing. like I don't know. So I don't think it's the gameplay that's gonna keep you like you got they haven't found a way to really connect with the fan base in a way that makes sense 
for them because well, they, they can't because they can't sell athleticism they can't sell no it's the best brand of basketball they can't sell but, a but bunch that's of part stuff. of gameplay that's what i'm talking about brand that's part of gameplay that that is that is going to keep fans away right if it was exciting if it's like oh let me go over here this is exciting yeah. let me go watch because think about this people in those small towns go to minor league games minor yeah. league baseball games right, right. people in those small towns go to iowa state versus fucking central michigan to watch yeah. him play any sport, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, look how many people went to the Nebraska Cornhusker volleyball game. Right. They sold out a football stadium to watch a volleyball game. But guess yeah. what they're not selling out? WNBA. <laughs> so that tells you something about your game. No, but that's so well, like, I was so I Master P says like like well like, well like what Master P said, hip hop is 70% market and 30% talent. Like there's a lot of people with talent. Man, who said that? Like Master P. He's yeah, like, I, I was gonna I, say I, I, whoever said that probably was very un, probably someone untalented. That's what I was about to say. And he was like, "I wasn't a really great rapper, no, but we knew, rapper. we we knew how to sell this shit." And guess what? He became one of the biggest rap acts in the country, right? So the same thing with basketball. Like, I think it really is like a they haven't found the right angle. Um, I and I, yeah, I don't know what it is though, like because I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they all they say as they say sex sells. I don't think that's going to do it either. No, I don't think. No, I don't no, think. No. I don't think making those shorts shorter going to make. Shorter uh, going to help me. Make it, make it, make yeah, it, it, better. it might help volleyball, but it ain't. It might help gymnastics. It ain't helping that sport. Oh yeah, the volleyball players start wearing basketball shorts. And the ratings will drop. Only person going to show up. Only person going to say they look good is Pal, Pal <laughs> and Pedro. That's it. What's up, Pedro? How's Vegas, man? Yo, yeah, man, we uh went to a baby shower, went to my nephew's baby shower, so it's gonna be another Craig. It's like, man, another one? Yeah, no, no, well, <laughs> no, we don't have that many Craigs. So this is a uh, this is actually a good thing. I don't know about this world we bringing them into, but it looked like looked like that kid should be well off. It's the same world. My nephew, my nephew, same shitty world we entered. The same shitty world we entered in on. Mm, not necessarily. It's just you can see it on TV now. Man, they've yeah. been over there in Israel the for internet. the last forty years. Hey, man, yeah. it's, it, let me tell you right there. You in the Bay Area bubble? It's way more important than the Bay Area than I not here. It, I've been out all. I've been out all day. I've been I, out I, all I'm telling. I'm telling once. I wasn't talking about Israel, by the way. I'm telling. <laughs> I'm just talking about period. I'm just saying this is the same crazy ass world we ended in when we grew up. With the uh, heroin little, epidemic, the crack epidemic, it's the little, same little shit. Crazier now, it's more. Nah, it's it's the just, same. Instead of using Christian make believe, we got conspiracy make believe too. So, man, that shit was out back then too, man. No, no, not not the way conspiracy uh, make believe yeah. is now. Oh man, I don't know but if it's that though. We just believed in Jesus in America. That was it. Now we yeah, believe man. Jesus, America, sex. Yeah, man. Because if Jim Jones uh, had like a bunch, a thousand people out of some camp. You feel me? Andrew Tate could probably get ten times as many and get them drink the Kool Aid. I feel exactly. like no, it's man, just more potent. Jim like the people, Jones. the people, the people, the people who are charismatic are more potent. They can reach more people. We had Jim Jones. We had David Koresh. We had at least every. There's no one different. I'm telling you, man. You got yeah, it's, it's the same shit. No, that was all based off religion. Now we got a new. Now we got a new spectrum based off of fake money. Nazism well, wasn't built off religion. Sex. We got hypersex, uh, not sex. You ever, heard of, you, you ever read the book The Great Gatsby? It's the same thing. That was religion. That was religion. That, that was religion. religion and white money. Now we got money all over the place faking. 
Everybody got some favorite. You ever heard of the Gilded Age? You ever heard of Nigger Rich? <laughs> okay, that's a good argument right there. I can't argue. I can't fight that argument right there. I can't fight that. Argument. I mean, I mean, we had that back in the day when slaves would be on the slave ship talking about who got the tightest chain. Come on, <laughs> documented. Pedro, here, here I, we didn't introduce you. Oh, we didn't introduce we Pedro. are here oh, with. That's okay. That's okay. No, he wants to play a sound bite. You got to do it. He wants to. He's been oh, waiting. God. He hasn't played it for us. Right. He's been waiting. All right, all right. It's everybody's mediocre captain. Uh, Mr. P. Funk mm-hmm. coming to you uh, like a great uncle. Yeah, these motherfucking cowboys ain't doing shit. It. We can't hear you, Jared. We can't see anything or hear anything. Don't see or hear. I'm watching the Cowboys game. That's why. All right. And here's your sound by Pedro. Uh, we were just talking about basketball. And uh, here. I ain't watched basketball since Pistol P. Maravich. He would use mathematics, he would use geometry, and figure out the arc of the ball to go into the goal. Now they're about, ha, ha, the goddamn eight swinging out of banana. <laughs> Fuck you for asking that. <laughs> so here's a little clip. Uh, I found this, and I wonder, do you can, can you guys tell me which cartoon this is from? Yep. Aaron and Pedro. Get him out of here! Get him out of here! He's got AIDS! Looks like Captain Planet. Was it Captain Planet? I don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, it was like a Mega Man. No, it, says Can- it says it was in Canada. I don't remember that. No, I don't remember that. I know there's a uh, man, somebody did a clip about a stranger, stranger danger, and it's like, hey, you want a prize, Jimmy? Give me your address so I can come by. And they uh, they had the little G.I. Joe character uh, Roblox come by and said, uh, hey, Jimmy, you got to be careful. He was coming by and give you some dick. I, I cracked up laughing. <laughs> Whoever did the overdub. I'm like, man, y'all, this internet is so warm. Uh, all right. All right. Well, uh, in, uh, in uh, football news, in football oh, news. Here we go. That's it. Uh, Cowboys are about to be down like 30 something to 10 because they ain't playing. They're playing like dog shit. And man, man, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Bro. Cowboys defense got this line. These motherfuckers ain't even getting set half the time. These motherfuckers ain't getting no pressure. Wonder why? Because they, <laughs> they're worried about to run and they keep doing all that bullshit run play, goddamn extra motion shit. Pissing me off. Hey, man, Brock Purdy's elite. Cowboys need to trade for Aaron Donald. Brock Purdy yeah. ain't throwing a pass with the, that was to a wide receiver hey. that hadn't been open all game. Hey, hey man, they've been they wide open. Every quarterback, every quarterback been wide open. That yeah. Every yeah. receiver he threw it to. <laughs> he ain't had to throw it in a tight one once. You, yeah, I'm going to tell you something, Jared. And they're showing, you know, Chris Collinger is showing them play designs. You know, he's scribbling all over the screen. He can't show shit. Okay. This is the difference between uh, Dallas and San Francisco. Dallas and San Francisco. Um, they can't get their receivers open. Yeah, they're running a bunch of crossing routes. They have no timing. There's nothing to this offense. You're gonna have to get rid of the hillbilly, and you might have to get rid of Prescott in the trade or something. Yeah, Prescott. Yeah, because you 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 guys, you're based on old offense. That's not going to pass. The game has passed him by. There's a lot of coaches. The game has passed by. The game keeps on passing me exactly. by. Another wide open wide. You know what? That's what you should play. We should go over people the game, and you should play that uh far side. She keeps on passing me by the game. 
Sean Payton. Game keeps on passing him by. Brandon Staley. Game keeps on passing him by. LeBron James. Game's about to pass him by. Right. Oh, man. Kyle, you check this guy touchdown. So it's it. Wide open. Everything's by design. There's no creativity. That that's old creativity. That's why they know exactly what Dallas is doing. That's why the cornerbacks are sticking to the wide receivers because they know all their route tree. They know their whole route tree because you got that primitive primitive offense out there, Uh, Jared. There's no action, dude. Dude, they just ran the same play that has been running for the last thirty years. Right. (laughs) Play action. Flashing past the fullback in a flash. But you got him sucking up to everybody sucking up to. You always shove the man. Running. You shove him. If he's going by you, you still shove him. That's just, that comes down to coaching. Oh, Marcus man. Lawrence should have just shoved him out of his, caused him to stumble, do something. You just give him a free release just because he decides not to block. You know, you got to shove that motherfucker. You hit, anybody comes in your path, you still throw him. You, you shove them. That's that there there is a key difference in coaching that I that I notice on certain teams. Certain teams do that. Oh, you running by me? Oh, you're not gonna try. I'm shoving your ass. Oh, you coming across the middle, I'm sitting here in the zone. Shove you as you come through my zone, especially if it's a short zone within the five yards. Hit that motherfucker. You allowed to. No, uh, so how all right, so how much credit does uh Shanahan get? For this team, does he have the best players or All is he the best it. coach? No, uh, best coach. Best he knows coach. how to scheme. Yeah, his coaching. Yeah, the scheme. Is, it's the scheme. It's not. It's like you slow I mean, down a pass rush no, by by no, by, no, by, no. by by by. No, let's not do this, Aaron. Let's not do this. No, Kittle didn't do shit Kittle, last year or the year Kittle before that. And um, McCaffrey's balling. McCaffrey, both both are balling. McCaffrey's ahead yeah. on players. Ask other players if how 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 they tackle Kittle. I'm watching dude slide off a of Kittle. You don't have to worry about tackling Kittle because he's going to be out for the next 10 games. Man. The dude don't play. But Pedro, the dude don't play that many games. I think you're talking about Darren Waller right now. Give the man credit. Darren Waller got me more than 10 points for the first Jared, time. Jared, bring up season. the stats. Bring up, bring up, bring up Kittle. Man, no, 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 no. We ain't getting all this goddamn stuff. We're not getting this some look up stats. I don't like the 49ers. When they have good players. I don't like him either. Christian McCaffrey fits that system perfectly. Kittle is good in that system. Kittle had 20 fucking catches last year, Pedro. Yeah, yeah and when he had his catches and the and the year before catches, no, he only had three touch trust me, Pedro. He's been on my fantasy team the last couple of years. He ain't had no touchdowns, man. He got three today, unfortunately. No. But, and he didn't have shit going into the game until the Cowboys just basically left him open all day. No, it, it comes down to Shanahan. He's been able. They've been able to build. They made good. Yeah, they made good yeah, draft you picks. Can, I can't. Can, come, can scheme. Uh, no. Trevor, whatever that dude name is. No, no, it's, it's, get rid of. No, it's all. You got to have talent. God no, damn it! You got to have talent. I agree. I agree, Pedro. That you have to have talent. But what Shanahan has done is that he came and he turned the Niners franchise around. You saw mm. what happened to the Atlanta Falcons offense once he left in that whole debacle after that fucking Super Bowl where he shot himself. He yes. Antonied himself. But and, and the main thing that I'll say is he gets that, a talent to fix his scheme. No, no, his scheme is is built off his dad's scheme, which was always a very productive scheme so and has adapted into a pass. Yeah. It has it's adapted so into 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 a, a new age that still uses old. Uh, uh, old like just hard nosed football, but it's it's basically getting defenses to reveal what they're in with your pre snap movement. You reveal what they're in, and then you can option off that. 
But also, they play physical. No, 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 no. This is not. A, they're not doing that. They're not looking towards the sideline, Jim. Where you come up with that? That's an old pro form. What are you talking about? Old. There's a dude. He's not on, audible. In a, he's not. No, no. It's not about audibles, Pedro. It's not about audibles. It's that a lot of times quarterbacks get two calls. If they, if we know it's a pass calls, call. Yep. It's it's this if it's a zone, it's this if it's a man, and so right. you can read that by basically he only makes make one read sense. on this. I, I'm with Jerry. He, yeah, yeah, he made one read, but he's not movement, doing, The pre-snap but movement tells him what his read is. I'm with Jerry. He doesn't sit there and go through progressions. He he once the movement's made, he knows that one read he's looking at, and that's that's why if you ever notice when that one read is covered, he usually just throws your shit away. Right. Or some pass. You're like, who the fuck was he throwing to? But I really I think he's throwing away. I, I'm agreeing with Jared. The pre stat motion tells him on the pass play. But he only that's why I said he's throwing the wide open people. He only making one read. He's not making progression. You don't see him going through progressions when they do do it. When he does, it's usually when he's not good. What is the but you, but his thing? His thing. His first progression. They're wide open. Why would I look at the second guy? There is no second guy. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. There is no. If you look at most of their patterns, there's not that many people running routes. It's all based on the deception of the movement, the difference, the pulling. Think. Look at how many pass plays where they pull guards, where they pull guards or pull a tackle. To it's almost like a run play. And there's motion. There's bootleg action on it. There's always some movement action that he's doing. That the quarterback's doing. There is no, there is no second and third read most of the time, and I don't think he can make it well if there was a second or third read. It's the scheme. And let me tell you this: if your first read wide open, guess what that means? That means your scheme's good. See, that means your scheme good. When Bill Walsh first created the West Coast offense, guess what? The first read was always open. Bill Walsh needs a trade. Need to make a trade for the first pick overall pick and draft Caleb Williams. No man, uh, they need to trade for Aaron Donald. So no, they're not, the they're not, oh. uh, Dallas is not going to be good until Jerry Jones dies. <laughs> I need okay. them to make a trade for Aaron Donald in the Rams <laughs> and throwing Cooper Cup in there. No yeah. Cooper Cup in there and just get you. They're, 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 Dallas is going nowhere until Jerry Jones dies. He had yeah, man, his, Caleb Williams is going to wait. He had his glory dollars next year at USC. Like, why the hell would he go to the NFL? Because, wow. he, because 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 he'll start his clock early to where he can make forty million. Yeah, right? or, no dude, by the time he come out, it's gonna be fifty. You never right? know. He can get hurt in college and yes. drop his drives because he can come. Oh, no, like he no, it's solidified unless unless he like it depends has on like what a, team. has like really bad elbow injury or like dislocates his shoulder incredibly badly. Like he's Caleb Williams will come out as long as Arizona, as long as a few teams don't have the number one pick, he's coming out. That's already been known. His dad's already said we we are avoiding certain teams, right? Same as Dion said with Shadur, right? Like we ain't in no rush, right? No, that's because we want to avoid certain teams. You don't want to go to, you know, you don't want to go to a situation like that that Bryce Young is in right now, Woo. where he's just fucking getting killed. I agree. Hey, somebody check. Hey, somebody do a well check on Jarrett and the Cowboys. That's why I need the Rams to trade. Cowboys are down forty two to ten. Wow! I that need is, the Rams. All, that's a hole. And I'm getting mad at the Rams. The Rams have been too competitive <laughs> in these games. I need them to look like dog shit so they can trade and get Caleb Williams. They over here almost beating teams, almost beat the Niners, almost beat Philly, and then they'll beat the weak teams. And I'm like, you fucking up. This there's, there's no lottery at Rams. There's no lottery in the NFL. You gotta lose. This is the first year in years you had a number one draft pick since you're you ha- you're having first round draft pick since Jared Goff. Don't fuck it up. I'm sorry. All the picks from RG3 are used up by now. You wasted them on Tra- Trayvon Austin. 
Tavon Austin, whatever that weak fool name, little scat back dude. Could have had DeAndre Hopkins. But no, nah, he drafted Tavon, Tavon Austin, little ass. Mm-hmm. Wasted all them damn, most of, mostly all them damn RG3 picks. Lose. Lose. Get more picks. Trade Aaron Donald to the Cowboys. Trade him to the Browns. Austin Reeves uh, was given high praise by Steve Kerr this past week as one of the young, good players in the league. And after a scintillating FIBA World Championships uh, performance, my question is, is Austin Reeves the Lakers' new Manu Ginobili? Or is he the Manu Ginobili of the Lakers? I mean, well, I mean, he averages more points than Manu already. No, he's not the Manu Ginobili. He's not coming off the bench. He's going to play all 82 games and like Manu Ginobili. Oh, yeah, that's true. But look, that's he's, old Manu. Young he's, Manu his play. book is still the Young player. Manu, there was no such thing as young Manu. <laughs> Manu was 65 years old. He ended up. Exactly. <laughs> he was, Manu, Manu Ginobili was Manu the Ginobili Joe Lewis right of the NBA. Manu Ginobili took this, the league by storm with his, uh, with his Euro step, helped revolutionize the use of the Euro step in the league. Was 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 crafty. Was witty. Did all the inc- in, in, incidental stuff on defense, offense. Dude, dude was from Argentina, but a Euro stepping. That's the problem with Argentinians, right there. Yeah, because um, they're all European. <laughs> yeah, they think they're European. And, the whitest, other than other than, uh, and they all had basically Italian names: Manu Ginobili, Luis Scola. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, who's the other dude? I forgot the other dude. Fascism name. was big in the 1940s. Fascism still big in, in Argentina. That's why their economy <laughs> collapsed. Their economy has been collapsing right now. You know, right now there is a law on the limit on how much money they can exchange. There are people walking around because people in Argentina will fly out to America to, to get dollars, and they, they it's just their 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 economy's collapsing. Their bills are collapsing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, who who made the comparison to Monte Ginobili? Is this just you, Jared, or was this Steve Kerr? No, this is just me because he is the new Monte Ginobili for the Lakers. That's what he's going to be. Well, I mean, Manu, Manu was like you said, he was crafty. He did well. I mean, Manu's career average is only like nine points, but he was really crafty. And I like and look. I'll be honest, Manu. I like how clutch he was. He was a clutch player. He was also clutch when getting that bat off the court too. But he was a clutch player. Looked old as shit, but you know, Manu was Manu. Who Other than him double. being right-handed versus left-handed, I'm I, there's many similarities to see in Austin Reeves. And Austin Manu Reeves scores is a better score, uh, possibly, quite possibly. It's not possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, his, his Manu was more versatile in his scoring ability. He can get up there and yak on some fools. So does Austin Reeves. I mean, Austin Reeves scores inside. Austin Reeves goes to the line more, and Austin Reeves probably got a more consistent outside shot. He's a better offensive player. But but Manu was just yeah, like you yeah, said, he was crafty. I think you're disrespecting Austin with this Manu comparison. You are. I think y'all are disrespecting Manu Ginobili. It's because he's white. No, just Manu was hey, Manu's a Hall of Famer. You would suck Austin Reeves' dick if he asked you to talk about, <laughs> hey man, this dude played in the league for a year and a half now. He way tighter than whatever Manu Ginobili. I didn't say that. I just said he's a better was. offensive like score with the ball. Let me change that. Yeah. He's a better score. Manu hey, might be a better passer. Manu was a better passer. Austin Reeves is a better score. He's a more polished score. He's got a different role with the same too. They're both above average at many skill sets, but not a master of any, right? 
just no. They're they're both really good. I, I, I you know, and the comparison comes in because most of these, if you think about the, like a lot of these young players, especially ones the AU, the Jalen Greens, the Kevin Porter Juniors, the excuse me, probably soon to be Scoot Henderson and some of these other players and LaMelo Ball. There are a lot of there are a lot of style points, but no substance. Right. They don't win games. They they have a few highlights a day. They'll 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 celebrate their highlights, their dunks, their no look pass, their alley oop dunks or their lobs to themselves. And yet their team will be losing that game by 20. Right. And I threw and I threw the little ball, LaMelo Ball in there, too. I mean, it's a lot of style and no substance. And so to get a player like Reeves, who isn't about his style, it's about winning, right, with him. It's about winning. It's about doing what it takes to win. He was one of the best. He wasn't the best player, Fee, but to me, the best player was, uh, what's his name, the dude from Minnesota? that Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. He was the best player on the team. And then after that, I would probably put, uh, it was probably between, it was Tyrese Halliburton and Austin and Austin Reeves. And I would put like Austin Reeves in that same boat with Tyrese Halliburton, just guys who they're not all super flashy. They're about winning and what they do impacts, uh, it shows impact on the court and in the game. Yeah. Just like Monty Jumbly. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you're going to compare, I don't think I like the comparison because Austin Reeves is more polished of a scorer. Mono Ginobili did a few more things than Austin Reeves. I like his defense was better, and he was a better passer. He was, and he was, he was more athletic. Who? Mono Ginobili, Ginobili was, was in his younger days. Because remember, he used to go head-to-head with Kobe, and I'm saying he did, like, he stopped Kobe. Or but like he caught Kobe off guard with some of the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went head to head Kobe, especially when Steven Jackson was guarding him, and he could come off ball and steal it from him. No, no, I'm not saying he did. Like I'm just saying he was a he was a, he was a good defender against Kobe. He made Kobe work, and and then on offense, he was able to hold his own and hit some big buckets or slash to the hoop in ways that like you weren't necessarily I mean, expecting a, for him a, in his first couple seasons to be doing. I mean, and he, he sounds, made some, sounds like it sounds like a participation trophy. When he said he made Kobe work. Okay. Well, yeah. like, no, well, exactly. the, no, because I, I, I think when people like, because most people qualify things in some absolute forms most times when you try and evaluate things, and it's not about the absolutism, it's about the 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 spectrum of what you're able to do. And certain great players, which you have to accept, you don't really stop. There's maybe uh, uh, individual games or um, a couple moments here and there where they were stopped. But like usually the great players don't have like, oh, man, this one team or this one player was his kryptonite. He couldn't do anything. It's like that's the greats don't really have that. Like you tell me a player uh, that stopped no. LeBron other than Joel LeBron. And, uh, and, other than, uh, who's other the, who's than the center for Boston? Other than J.J. Perea, who, <laughs> who was the defensive kryptonite against LeBron in that Miami Heat team. So um, but otherwise, like Jordan, was there somebody that locked down Jordan? Uh, Ruben Patterson's the close thing I heard of being a Kobe stopper. You know, what I'm saying no, he's a Kobe stopper by name. I know. So I'm just saying, like, there's guys that 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 play good D. Raja Bell, Raja Bell, Raja Bell was not a very good defender, but that's all. Like he was PJ Tucker before PJ Tucker, except he learned how to hit the three at a decent clip to be able to maintain a career in the league for another five, six years. Okay, Raja Bell couldn't hit that three at five percent less. He would have been in the league any longer because he was not a defensive specialist, but he specialized in trying to play defense. Anyways, all I'm saying, don't disrespect the man. He's going to be a Hall of Famer probably, Mono Ginobili, right. So if he's not already because everyone makes it in. And so might Austin Reeves at one point. I'm just saying, like, they have a very similar impact on the game. So, Lakers, y'all should feel good. You might go on a title run 
for the next 10 to 15 years because you, you got your Ginobili. Ain't going on title for no 10, 15 years. You got your Ginobili. Now his word. This is where hate coming out. No, this no, this is him hyping up the Lakers. This I was trying to give y'all. I'm like, hey man, I was thinking no, about the Lakers. He wants to hype it up. How so y'all get mad at me? And I was thinking about your team. And I'm trying to like be like, hey man, this could be a good thing. Y'all got. A, a really good player here that you know, that you don't know, deserve. You know, you know what fan? Game, but what fan base is starting to remind me more of the Niner fan base, Warrior fan base. What are you talking about? You guys starting to act more like not, not, not as annoying as. How does this? How does that, this have anything to do with me being a Warriors fan? This is me yeah, being man, a basketball fan. That's where this hate coming in, the little smirk you giving while I saying stupid shit like, oh man, you got a title around for 10 years. Austin Reeves is not an answer. Manu Ginobili without Tim Duncan and Tony Parker was not the answer for Santa. Exactly. Tony. But still, he was part of that. You need that piece. You need that kind of player. You need a guy who's willing to do everything. No, no. You need it. We got other pieces. We don't no, no. have other pieces. There. Yeah, you got LeBron and AD. Like, what are you talking about? Man, bro? shut the hell up, Jared, man. What? <laughs> y'all just beat the one. Y'all got LeBron and AD. And so, Aaron, and we Aaron, got a 40 year old and a guy made a glass. Aaron, this is definitely gaslighting right now. Aaron, Jared's gaslighting you. No, man, guy. I'm serious though. That's I'm what serious. gaslighting is. No, Thank no, you, no, Brandon. Because no, no, no. I'm it, having a hard time. If 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 the if, if that's it's the like case, I, then I also every time I go to LA, Randy's Donuts <laughs> gaslights me. And I'm just saying, man. Y'all <laughs> signed it. You signed him to a team friendly deal. You can afford to keep him for a couple more years. You never know, yes, man. Uh, very team for they're, they're, they're NBA team. They can afford a lot of things. Yeah, but if LeBron, <laughs> exactly. Like, There's like, no hard cap. You can afford it. So when I saw Those how much he signed, deal when NBA. I saw how much he signed with the Lakers for, I was like, man, I would love the Warriors to pay him that money to come to the Warriors if he's willing to take that money. He's one of those guys that you know you're going to get your money's worth because he's going to do everything in in whatever whatever the role needs based on how he's coming to league. That's important to have a guy that can be a plus in certain areas on certain given nights but also like it's just a good iq player that plays you know tough on yeah. both ends might be tr might not be a great but, defender but it's gonna still try try to make you work and it, offensively can pass can you know go one-on-one -on -one, can shoot decently well enough so like you have a player no man nobody nobody wants to come play for the warriors like nobody like all the big free agents, all the mid-tier free agents, all low-low free agents, none of the ones we want come to us. Like we always get the four, we always get our fourth and fifth choice. You know why? Because Steve Kerr is loyal to Clay, Steph, and Draymond. And he be should better be. than you could be better than them. You could be competitive. There's no minutes for there's you're competing for two spots. Like there's two spots on the team where you get some some definite playing time. Those other three guys, they're gonna get how and, and here's the thing. they want. And, and if you're not willing to do like, well, what's the worst in the name right now? The one that looked like he older than he really is, Kevin Looney. Kevin Looney. Like if look, Kevin Looney, he he's the perfect player for the Warrior system because he's like, I'll just come in here and rebound as much as I can and just right. get out of everybody's way. But if Austin Rivers, so if Austin, Rivers off, yeah, if Austin Rivers has thirty points, like they're not gonna say Clay down because Austin Rivers yeah, having, having a hot streak. They're not, they're not gonna be like, oh Clay, you're gonna get twenty minutes tonight. What are you talking I'm about? The Warriors got Chris Paul, Brandon. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. <laughs> He's gonna make Kaminga better. Watch, I swear. And this is not me. Unlike Jared, who gives a smirk and say things very uh, facetiously. <laughs> no, I wasn't, dude. That was actually a real question. I feel like Austin, Jared, Austin Reeves is very much like you Robert talk Jared. shit about Austin Reeves yeah. all playoffs. Man, he, no, he's I, and I, but no, no. Here, here's what I said. I said I would love to have that guy on my team, but if he's not on my team, it's one of the players that I despise. 
Oh man, he's like you. Do you have like a, a you know a keeper league for fantasy basketball or something? You trying to trade him or something? Like, we we got a keeper. Here, here's the crazy thing: we got a keeper league in fantasy basketball, uh, Brandon. But we don't know who the fuck keeping what because Jared ain't sent out the info. He, I guess Jared Jared wants to us to do fantasy basketball last mm-hmm. minute. Yep. Jared, it's a keeper league. You got to send out all that shit so we can make up our minds, man. Y'all going to have like that's two days to make a decision because I'm tired of all, after all the badgering around and then Keegan kept asking questions. I'm like, man. We're excited, Jared. We're excited. Don't ruin our excitement. Comes, man, they are calling me. What do you think I should do, Jared? No, they call me. For every call you got, I got about seven. I got right? texts. I got calls. Man, man. I'm like, see, man, I don't understand these rules, man. No, man. See, Ray, I never understand I, the rules. Ray, I told me. Ray, I told me. This Kevin Porter getting in trouble might mess up his keeper because he was thinking about maybe keeping. I was thinking about keeping Kevin Porter, but I'm worried. What if they lose a game? They go out there and get blown up by 30 and he going to start beating up a woman. And I said, Rayon, <laughs> Rayon. They already lose games by 30. He don't care about win or loss. He's an AU guy. He cares about his stats and highlights. That's all he care about. I said, he didn't beat him. I said, Rayon, he beat up the woman. It was off season. I don't think anything happened on that court got anything to do with him beating up women. I think he just got some, he has some issues. He's like, see, man, this keeper league, man, this don't keep him. Who cares? No one else going to keep him. He probably he might not even play this year. Yeah, he might. He, he probably going to be like your boy uh, from Charlotte who didn't play all last year. And he probably going to be like your boy from San Antonio who exposed himself to that psychologist, psychiatrist or psychologist, sports psychologist who didn't play for uh, the one for San Antonio last year. Remember? They suspended him after four games for the rest of the season because he exposed himself to the sports psychologist. Oh, was that two What's seasons ago? The Clippers just signed him. Yeah, I think it was two. I think you're right. It was two seasons ago, so he missed the whole year and basically two years. You know the Clippers. Yeah, was uh, is it Josh Primo or something like that? Yeah, yeah Primo. Primo. And here's the crazy thing: he's still on suspension. Clippers signed him, and I'm like, I don't know if he can play. Yeah. He out there right got now. Bounce, got balanced out. Kawhi's load management. I guess so. Like, hey, man, this guy might be suspended, but he'll still play more games than Kawhi. <laughs> Kawhi, did you hear Kawhi's comment about load management? He said he don't think that new rule was in t- is was made intent for him. Nigga, please. Talk I mean, about the rules that you got to play. He, so he, yeah, he has evidence. Like, he has evidence that he gets out there, he gets hurt. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he, no, he, made, he made it seem more... Uh, more uh, like he was doing more than he does. Like, man, I'm out there guarding the best player every night, or the best players guard me every night. Um, and that's not necessarily true. <laughs> you know what it is? I think that um, there is a conspiracy out there that Kawhi is not uh, fully human. He might be a hybrid or at full extraterrestrial with his abilities and the fact what that he name? has no, you know, social emotional, you know, saying context or or, or he doesn't emote ever. So. There's, there's a spectrum for that. The conspiracy, <laughs> the conspiracy Damn. is that he's extraterrestrial and he keeps having all these injuries because his body hasn't fully adapted to Earth's gravity. So he's really, really tight athlete, but his Jeez. muscles and joints be having like injuries because you know he didn't grow up here. I don't think that Atlantis sank. I think Atlantis lifted off. Okay. Conspiracy, I guess he's from the cornrow planet. Is that right? Like, man, he, he's got he's got all he's had all these surgeries, but no scars. Like, okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
You know the funny thing about Jared? See, I was talking to someone about Jared and his. And we were talking about conspiracy people. And I said, Jared really isn't a conspiracy. Jared likes the stupid ones so he can bring it up to us and talk about it and just bring up shit and laugh at it and hope and, and laugh at our frustration, especially someone like me. Jared keeps bringing conspiracy to me because, you know, I hate conspiracies. And he, he just likes me to get frustrated by it. Right. And I always say, because we have other people. Jesus is super conspiracy person. Talk to him. Why are you talking to me about it? And Jared don't really believe in the shit. Not like the other people that we know in our lives that do believe in it. But Jared likes to just bring it up and frustrate and, and troll me with it. I'm always looking other dudes, for the other angle. The other dudes actually make me laugh when I'm saying that ill conceived. <laughs> He's a baller. I don't know if you're going to deny that. This is the one she's talking about, Aaron. She looks just like the... Um, Come on. Yeah, see? <laughs> that's the worst picture you can find, Jared. But that's that's that face she like to make. She always make that face. Like she's uh, eating banana stew. <laughs> banana stew. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Pedro. I'd like to remind everybody that Pedro is responsible for what Pedro says. <laughs> I'm responsible for what I say. What I say only. It's weird. She's a baller. It don't matter what I say. <laughs> I support her. I, I'm 100% behind her. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't want to rip my arms off. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do.